0: AJ, welcome to BOSS. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. BOSS is my amazing executive interview series on LinkedIn. I interview my incredible network to help others learn, network, and pay it forward. Plus, BOSS is now a podcast on Apple and Spotify, which I'm so excited about. I want to know who Who is AJ? Yeah,
1: I am a senior business student at Baylor University here in Waco, Texas, and I love it. First and foremost, but I grew up as a missionary kid in the Middle East. So I spent most of my life working with refugee camps and different nonprofits and mission organizations all around the world. So that is a big part of who I am. Me and my amazing family have been dedicating our lives to serving others. And going forward, I just want to continue that service within the business world. I want to continue to serve and foster environments where people
0: can feel included and feel welcome within the business world. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. We're also here today to talk a little bit about CEO for One Month, which is a program that ADECO runs. Tell me how you found out about the CEO for One Month competition, what you're passionate about, how and why you entered. I found it on a job board site provided by my university and just saw the title CEO
1: for One Month. And it felt Too good to be true and almost a little scary. If I'm freaking out like this, if I'm a little bit scared or a little hesitant to do it, might as well apply. That's who I am as a person is I want to run into fires. I want to try and risk it all if I can because... Why not? So I just applied. I completely forgot that I applied for multiple months until I got the interview. I got a call from Joyce Russell, your very godmother, letting me know that I made it into our top 10 boot camp. There were 10 of us total where we competed in different workshops, did networking skills, client visits to figure out more about what it would be like to be a CEO. And then also if we had the chops to do it, Uh, it was a blast. And I just was focusing on being friends with everybody, being myself, being goofy and
0: weird in whatever way I could. And then I won. I just got stats from the team and there were 27,000 applicants that started this year. And the program has been going on for nine years. Like, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah,
1: it <laughs> is. All of it feels a lot bigger than anything I've done before in my life. So it is very daunting and honestly inspiring to be a part of something so big and to be invested in by such a big company
0: in this way. What is like the CEO for a month do?
1: Great question. It depends on where I am. So I travel every week to a different city, sometimes multiple cities in a week, uh, visiting with our different executives. So I just wrapped up my second week. I'll go shadow, go on client visits, be in business calls, be with our executives through all of their leadership meetings, essentially be their little... Person in the shadows watching and observing, and then also offering whatever insight I have on
0: the incoming generation or on leadership strategies. How does this inform how you think about your career and what you want to do next? Before I even ran into a deco, I had no idea what the staffing industry did. But
1: I very quickly fell in love with the ADECO group, fell in love with all of our business units and how we engage with our clients and our colleagues and our associates and realized that I had always been wanting to do something in people development. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't know that there was an industry out there for it. It definitely has shifted what I want to do. And now I want nothing more than to help people find jobs and help people develop
0: and grow and become even more accomplished within their professional lives. As someone 20 plus years removed from college with two kids, how do you think about college, careers? As a student, I would say
1: do not overlook the classes that seem minuscule or seem like busy work. Some of my most um, influential classes currently in college are the ones that taught me about how to write a resume, how to do an interview. Those classes that we kind of look at as busy work as a college student are so foundational in the business world. I don't enjoy accounting, but the fact that I paid attention in my accounting classes means that I can understand what's happening in a boardroom when we're talking
0: through financial reports. Do you have a specific thing that you want to do or impact?
1: I specifically want to see if there are ways that we can pull in people who are on the outskirts, whether that's in the professional world, people on the outside, as in people who maybe haven't had the professional training and how to build resumes or anything like that, are there ways that we can pull them in and bring them into the picture? And then even within our companies, are there people who, because they're not outgoing, their voices aren't heard as much? Are there ways that we can tap into that talent more and really pull people in and make a more holistic company, make a more
0: inclusive environment? Tell me more about how you think about like the world of work. I think if I had been told in high
1: school that I am where I am right now, my head might've exploded. I grew up around refugee camps and grew up around a lot of different ways of life. There would be Bedouin families who are perfectly content and happy living in a tent herding sheep. And it's some of the most honest and helpful work that they're doing. And I definitely grew up with that mindset that just because you're not running a business or in a corporate office or doing the most highest paying jobs doesn't mean that your work isn't completely perfectly valuable and necessary in our our economies, in our world. I grew up with a lot of family-centered businesses Family centered environments where everyone was doing what their family had always been doing for thousands of years. And when I moved to the States and noticed that's not necessarily how most companies are built here in the States. That is something that I always really wanted to bring to the table is how do we make all of these environments more family centered, more family focused, even if none of us are blood related. How can we build that those family environments. And I think because of the environment where I lived in so with so many refugee camps or just more rural agricultural economies, I fell in love with people who just do hard labor. And my mom owns a landscaping business. So for me, that's, that's hard work in my mind. Getting in the dirt, that's hard work. Uh, sitting in a corporate office, maybe not physically hard, but it's mentally hard. So I think there's opportunities there to pull in that environment more.
0: Yeah. What do you think college students need to learn more about? And how can I help them get that information through my boss series and podcast?
1: I think college students need to learn more about all of the different ways that you can be successful. There's not one way to be successful. There's not one avenue, one path that you have to go down, especially as a business student. For you, showcasing people who maybe took a different path than was originally expected, or they took a step back and it actually helped them propel forward. Those are really important stories for college students today to hear.
0: I love that. In your opinion, what is the best way to promote my new podcast to the college audience?
1: It sounds cheesy, but TikTok. It's honestly one of the best platforms that you can be on as a business person right now because it's such an advocator for people who are small business people. TikTok is a great place to just like put in those snippets mm-hmm. of a question with a really good answer.
0: I think based on like all of these conversations, I legit need to hire a boss intern to help me come up with my TikTok strategy over the next few months. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's looking for opportunities for networking and paying it forward and all the things, reach out to me. Um, I'd love to hear from you. That's awesome. What is the future of work? or just work look like to you? Diversity. One piece of advice for future bosses?
1: Be transparent with your people.
0: One thing you'll commit to do in 2023 to help pay it forward?
1: Encourage people to apply to CEO for one month.
0: (laughs) What do you want to be known for over the next six to 12 months? My intentionality. What additional questions should I be asking people that I haven't asked yet? Do you have a step that you wish you had taken
1: differently? Do you? I think I'm so early that I'm waiting to find out if I regret steps that I've taken.
0: Finally, anything else that you want to say or share with me to close out this amazing LinkedIn boss and now podcast interview? Don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid
1: to jump into something unexpected, even if you think you're not going to succeed and apply for CEO for one month, 2024. Come on.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much, AJ. This was so much fun. Thanks, Joyce, for connecting us. Thanks to my GA <laughs> alumni and ADECO family. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you.